Welcome to 9 to 5 Mac Daily for Thursday, December 21st, 2023. I'm your host, Chance Miller. We are sponsored this week by Setup and 1Password. Leading off today, the International Trade Commission has officially denied one of Apple's last-ditch efforts to halt the looming Apple Watch Series 9 and Apple Watch Ultra 2 ban. This officially means that Apple's last hope is that President Biden steps in at the 11th hour to veto the ITC's decision. In a filing on Wednesday, the ITC declined Apple's request to stay the orders pending an appeal or in light of a potential government shutdown. Basically, what that means is that the ITC will not stop the Apple Watch sales ban from going into effect while Apple awaits the results of an appeal. The ITC first issued its ruling in October, and Apple filed this appeal on October 30th. As we've covered extensively, this is part of the long-running patent dispute between Apple and medical device company Massimo around the Apple Watch's blood oxygen sensor technology. The decision by the ITC today doesn't kill Apple's chances of stopping the Apple Watch ban from going into effect. The Biden administration can still step in and veto the ITC's decision, but the presidential review period expires on December 25th. And in an effort to preemptively comply with the ITC ban, Apple will halt sales of the Apple Watch starting today, including the Apple Watch Ultra 2 and the Apple Watch Series 9. In fact, depending on when you're listening to this, the Apple Watch Ultra 2 and Series 9 might no longer be available to order from Apple's website in the U.S., Apple has said that the devices will be removed from its online store after 3 p.m. Eastern Time today and from its retail locations at the end of the day on December 24th. As of right now, it seems unlikely that Biden will veto the ITC's ruling, with a number of experts saying there's simply no reason for Biden to side with a big tech company on this, especially given that the Apple Watch just isn't as big of a business or an economic driver as the iPhone. In other news today... Bloomberg reports that Apple is ramping up production of its impending Vision Pro headset, and the current goal is for the first units to be ready by the end of January, with a retail launch planned for February. Mark Gurman says that production of the new headset is running at full speed in factories in China, and has been for several weeks, but the story does note that last-minute production hiccups or other snags could still impact Apple's timeline. But still, the company has that clear goal of launching the Vision Pro in February and is currently on track to meet that goal. German also reiterates some of the ways Apple is prepping for the Vision Pro launch in the United States. This includes inviting retail employees to Cupertino for Vision Pro training, adjusting Apple stores for demos, fittings, and inventory, and encouraging developers to prepare their apps for Vision OS. In fact, on Wednesday, Apple sent an email to all registered Apple developers reminding them to get ready for Vision Pro ahead of that launch. We also ran a poll on the 9to5Mac homepage this week to find out how many readers are preparing to buy Vision Pro. Out of 4,500 responses, 64% of people said they aren't going to buy Vision Pro, while 21% said they are, and 15% said that they haven't made a decision yet. We are sponsored this week by SetApp. Are you tired of the never-ending search for the perfect app for your Mac or iOS device? SetApp for MacPaw is the perfect solution. It's the first subscription-based platform offering over 240 carefully curated apps for Mac and iOS devices. 
SetApp e-gift cards also make the perfect gift for the Mac user in your life with flexible online delivery, even if you're buying at the last minute. This holiday season, give the gift of SetApp, the perfect fit for anyone with a Mac or iOS device. Hit the link in the show notes to learn more. We are also sponsored this week by 1Password. The holiday shopping season is in full swing, but it marks the time when scammers and cyber criminals aim to exploit the heightened activity. This year, stay safe with some essential tips brought to you by 1Password. 1Password lets you safely store payment info, autofill securely with one click, and maintain a unique password for every site. The app's watchtower feature identifies and updates your weak passwords. 1Password Families lets you share passwords securely in a vault for streaming services and Wi-Fi routers. And while traveling, you can use the travel mode feature inside 1Password to store crucial information for added security. For 9to5Mac readers, save 40% on a yearly subscription with a 1Password individual account at the link in the show notes below. That's 40% off for 9to5Mac fans at the link in the show notes below. Next up today, Apple and Goldman Sachs have announced the first Apple Card savings account interest rate increase since the platform launched in April. Starting today, Apple Card savings account customers will now earn a 4.25% annual percentage yield. That's an increase from the 4.15% that's been offered since launch. Apple Card savings account is available exclusively to Apple Card users. As you earn daily cash rewards with Apple Card, you can choose to have that money automatically deposited into the high-yield savings account in the Wallet app. Apple Card users can also deposit additional money using a linked bank account or via their Apple Cash balance. Interest is compounded daily and paid at the end of the month. Apple announced this boosted 4.25% interest rate in a notification sent to Apple Card savings account users on Wednesday. The rate is far better than the industry average, but still less than other select high-yield savings accounts offer. But still, it's good to see Apple and Goldman Sachs still investing in Apple Card, despite rumors that they plan to end their partnership within the next 12 to 15 months. Running out today, Apple has officially made good on its long-standing promise. The first cars with support for next-generation CarPlay have sort of been announced. On Wednesday, Porsche and Aston Martin announced that they will be the first automakers to support next-generation CarPlay starting in 2024. Interestingly, Aston Martin wasn't on Apple's original list of automakers that would support next-gen CarPlay. As a reminder, this evolution of CarPlay is described by Apple as the ultimate iPhone experience for the car. It expands CarPlay to all of the driver's screens, including the instrument cluster, making for a cohesive design experience combining your car and your iPhone. It also includes support for vehicle functions like radio control, temperature, and more. Porsche and Aston Martin's implementation of next-generation CarPlay will span multiple in-car screens, showing things like CarPlay's iconic grid of apps in the center, now playing information for music, Apple Maps directions, the weather, your calendar information, and a lot more. You can also see how Apple will handle the design for things like the speedometer behind the steering wheel. But while today's news is the first update we've gotten since Next Generation CarPlay was announced at WWDC 2022, there are still a lot of unanswered questions. 
First, we don't know which specific models of Porsche and Aston Martin cars will support next-generation CarPlay. Aston Martin did say that next-gen CarPlay is compatible with the latest version of its infotainment system that will debut sometime in 2024. We also have no details on whether next-generation CarPlay will come to existing Porsche and Aston Martin cars via a software update or if it'll be exclusive to new models. As a reminder, other car makers that Apple has said will support next-generation CarPlay include Land Rover, Mercedes-Benz, Lincoln, Audi, Volvo, Honda, Nissan, Ford, Jaguar, Acura, Polestar, Infiniti, and Renault. But again, only Porsche and Aston Martin have made any public announcements on their plans for next-generation CarPlay. That wraps up another episode of 9to5Mac Daily. As always, you can find all of the latest Apple news on 9to5Mac.com. Follow along with me on threads at Chance H. Miller. And we'll be back tomorrow for a new episode of 9to5Mac Daily.